Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And of course, as always, I am joined by my awesome co-host, Marcus Mosier. Follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the, follow show, or give the show a follow wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, we, we've got lots of exciting content. We are going to help you build the ultimate dynasty roster. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, if you guys don't know, we are on YouTube. Hmm. Just in case you're still listening, old school, old school audio on your phone, throw it out the window because we have a brand new YouTube page and we need we need you to subscribe. We we go live, Marcus and I. We've been going live every Tuesday or Monday and Thursday mornings. Um, you can ask your questions while we are doing the podcast. So yes, please, please be sure. Check that out. Give us a follow wherever you you do your podcasting stuff because we gonna win some championships this year, folks. We are. Yeah, and Kate, we're gonna do it with Cordero Patterson as our RB one. I think that's a good RB1. way to start the show, right? But yes, I tweeted this out, um, Marcus. There was a pretty big uh, break in break in my family. My father in law started Cordero Patterson and Tyreek Hill against me both. I got Corderoled and Tyreek, um, and it, I, I don't know. I have to imagine that the sense of divorce <laughs> this is not uh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah so you're, you're not going to be able to come back from that. But let's talk no. about Corderoled Patterson. I mean, who saw the age 30 breakout season coming for Patterson? But he's been phenomenal. Kate, I'm just going to read you his points per game in PPR leagues in the first four weeks. So week one, 10.7. Week two, 22.9. Week three, 17.2. Week four, 37.6. I, I mean, I was kind of joking off the top, but, but no. Patterson is an RB1 the rest of the season. I'm, I'm just, he, when he's getting that much work as a, in the passing game, right? Five catches for 82 yards this week and three touchdowns. Last week, six catches for 82 yards. Plus, he's getting, you know, at least six to seven carries on the ground. How could you not have him as one of your top 12, 13 running backs for the rest of the season? Um, Cordero Patterson right now, I think, is exactly what everybody wanted out of Curtis Samuel. Yes. Uh, we should we we should acknowledge that he is everything that uh, we have wanted in our hopes and dreams. He looks fantastic. And I think the biggest concern for everybody is probably what can he continue this kind of production on such a limited snap share? Cause he has yet to play more than 42% of offensive snaps on the season, which is kind of bonkers for just, he's been so overly efficient, but three receiving touchdowns. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's looking like the real deal. Um, five touchdowns from scrimmage so far on the season. He just, he looks very, um, he, he looks unlocked. And well, it doesn't seem that he has the, the you know, necessarily RB1 role. He's just, he's the perfect hybrid of everything yep. that you want. Um, and, and you got him at just an absolute steal if you, if you got him off the waiver wire. Because I don't even think after the big, big week, 
uh, maybe you got them after week one or week two. I still don't think people were really bought into Cordero no. Patterson because no. I mean, it is the year 30 breakout. Is this the real deal? I, I think it is because he's giving you, you know, basically seven carries a game and it's a pretty solid, you know, baseline of rushing production. It's not fantastic, but somewhere between 30 and 50 yards, but then he's getting seven targets in the passing game. And if he's going to continue to do that, plus get some value in the kickoff game. Like if you get points for return yards, that also helps, but uh, just a, a really, really solid player. And I know, I think, you're going to want them in your lineup for the rest of the season, Kate, because number one, the Falcons cannot stop anybody. So they're going to be throwing a lot, which means Patterson's going to be on the field. And Matt Ryan looks kind of washed. I know he had four touchdowns yesterday, but he just QB wants to get two the QB2 on the week so far. QB2. Yeah. Uh, I just think he's going to want to get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible. And Patterson is there for where some of these, you know, dump off receptions. So uh, I think he's a guy that you must start every week going forward. Yeah, and until he gives you, uh, you know, proof otherwise that he should not be started, I, I tend to agree with you. I don't, I'm it, like, I'm gonna be honest. I'm still kind of hung up on the snap counts. I don't know. I, you have to believe that he has earned more offensive snaps at this point. Right. But I'd still, I'm, I'm still nervous slotting him, in, him into really anything outside of you know expecting flex level production but clearly he's going to boom it's just it's really hard to rely on that kind of efficiency on a long-term basis but time time will certainly tell he was the rb or rb1 literally rb1 on the week ahead of saquon barkley who saw that coming We should talk about Saquon just really quickly because I thought he looked pretty good. 13 carries for 52 yards and a score on the ground. His touchdown uh, won the game for the Giants, but also contributed five for 74 and a touchdown in the passing game. We're starting to see the the Giants kind of increase his workload. 18 touches in this game. Could have been even more. Um, He's looking healthier. Not quite back to rookie season Saquon, but getting to the point where now he's starting to give you weekly RB1 numbers. But he also, like, I think he looks more comfortable. Um, yes. He looks like he's yes. he's trusting his burst a little bit more. Um, he, he just looks a little bit more spry. So I think this is definitely the Saquon that, that we were all hoping for. Um, speaking of another, uh, well, an, another knee injury, we should touch on David Montgomery went down mm. with a knee injury uh, in week four against, uh, you know, I, I think he was having just like such a great game. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was really, really looking like a true RB one doesn't seem like the team is suspicious. This is a torn ACL. We're hoping that it's not, but he will have additional testing Monday. So, I mean, David Montgomery, how how would you value him moving forward? Because I mean, gosh, he's he's looking fantastic yesterday. Twenty three for one hundred and six, two touchdowns. I mean, he's just he's given you everything that you you could have possibly wanted. He's he's forcing missed tackles. He's he's just really really stepped up into that role. Um, it, is Damian Williams like one of the most valuable handcuffs in fantasy at this point? Because Yeah, I mean, if you're in a redraft league, I think Damian Williams is a, the rest of your fab budget guy. Because even yesterday we saw when he came in and played eight for 55 and a touchdown, two for 15 in the passing game. So 
you got to spend the rest of your money there. But David Montgomery, I'm not panicking. Even if he misses, let's say, two months, not worried at all because what we've seen from Montgomery is really good production dating back to November last year, Kate. Last 10 games, 907 rushing yards, 10 touchdowns, 275 uh, receiving yards and touchdowns. So you're looking at, I don't know, what is that? Almost 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns in the last 10 games. That's RB1 number. So even if he misses time, don't panic. The rest of the schedule isn't too bad for the Bears. Uh, I would hold on there. Uh, I want to talk about another running back that had just an insane game yesterday. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Get Upside. Hey, football fans, Marcus Mosher here with an incredible app that everyone needs to uh, just download right now. Because I know you guys buy gas. You're just like us. Uh, my listeners are making up to 25 cents per gallon of every gas tank. Uh, for every gas uh, they t- fill up, just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. And use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That is promo code TOUCHDOWN. All right, Kate. Uh, Derrick Henry. Now, we're, we're used to Derrick Henry starting seasons off slow uh, and getting better as the year goes on. He's just going to start the season off hot, right? It reminds me uh, of we're both office fans, right? This reminds me of Pam telling Jim her strategy for the the 5K, right? I'm going to start fast, and then I'm going to go fast in the middle, and then I'm going to end fast, right? That's Derrick Henry (laughs) right now. Uh, Last three games, 452 rushing yards uh, and four touchdowns and 11 receptions for 106 yards. So 558 yards in the last three games. And four touchdowns, 33 carries on Sunday. I, I, I mean, how many running backs for the rest of the season are you taking over Derrick Henry? Besides Corral, um, of course. You know, I don't think that there are any. Um, I, I I would obviously uh, lean Christian McCaffrey there, but I always, always, always am going to worry about a hamstring injury. Um He's been hurt in back-to-back years. Yes, and it's – I mean, I think every time uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be on the field, he is going to be absolutely bananas. But, I mean, there's really no no running back that has been as reliable in terms of his health, in terms of his availability. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry is just everything – everything you want out of a running back. Um, he's never missed more than a game in a season nope. ever. That's I'm I'm like I'm struggling to come up with how that is even possible because he's had uh, nearly 1,400 career touches. But I mean, he's just he's a tank. Um, he's just so reliable. And the best part is that he is being utilized as a receiver, which mm-hmm. um, I, you know this is this is some of the most heavy pass usage we've seen for Derrick Henry so far in his career. Uh, which is kind of surprising because we we always thought he looked pretty productive as a receiver. But like every time he did get, uh, you know, even one of these dump off screens, he took it to the house. So like, why weren't we doing more often? I don't know. But uh, it, we're we're starting to unlock the Derrick Henry that everybody's wanted in PPR formats. 
uh, Derrick Henry feels like, um, but you know, a, as safe as Christian McCaffrey at this yep. point, even in those PPR formats. Okay, I'm just going to give you an insane stat. Are you ready? Derek I'm Henry. nervous, but I'm ready. Last eight games, okay, eight regular season games, 1,220 rushing yards and nine touchdowns uh, over 13. How many games? I'm sorry, how many games? Eight games. Eight games. He has 1,200 <laughs> rushing yards and nine touchdowns, 1,400 total yards in his last eight games. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, I'm actually. Yeah. I mean, just, just absolutely sick. Uh, last 16 games, uh, he was over uh, 2,300 total yards and 17 touchdowns. He's, he's, he's pretty good at the any, game, is what we like to any say. Any defender that has faced Derrick Henry um, in his career, like, I, I, I always, every time I see Derrick Henry, uh, you know, stick arm anybody. I always think, uh, like, geez, Derek, this man has a family. And it's so true because he's, I mean, he he still looks as young and spry as ever. I really, uh, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't help but go back to that moment where I called the Derek Henry breakout season and nobody believed me. <laughs> I love it. All right, I want to get get to another running back, Kate. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, a, a lot of people including maybe me, uh, thought the, the end was near for Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, but the truth is he's just – when he plays with Dak Prescott, he's going to be an RB1. Uh, I'm looking at his, his his stats right now, Kate. Last nine games with Dak Prescott, uh, he has nine touchdowns. He's over, he's over 900 total yards. It's just one of these things. As long as Prescott's playing, he's in your lineups. He's going to give you RB1 production. The receiving totals haven't quite been there. He's only had, I'm looking at it now, uh, four, seven, eight targets this season. So that's a little concerning. Uh, but on Sunday, he had 20 carries for 143 yards and a touchdown. This is just kind of what he's going to be whenever Dak Prescott is playing. Absolutely. And you look back to week two, uh, the, the Tony Pollard breakout game, and we all thought, surely this is uh, definitely the end because we saw uh, such a productive performance out of Tony Pollard. But no, Tony Pollard has been getting his. Um, he's mm-hmm. you know been getting right around like 10 to 12 carries a game at this point. Um, he's earning those carries. He looks he, he looks fantastic. Yes. Um, hasn't hasn't averaged fewer than uh, 4.6 yards per carry on any game. But I, I mean, you're you're seeing him still hang pretty low in terms of his offensive snap production. He's not really on the field a ton. It's Zeke's job. It doesn't seem like that's in any sort of danger whatsoever. No. Um, I, you know, I. I think Zeke is a really interesting case study because he feels like uh, the running back version of uh, Adam Thielen for me, mm-hmm. almost like we're not really seeing the drop off in production necessarily. It's really more so the age that everybody's sort of hung up on. Obviously Ezekiel Elliott has touched the ball a lot, um, but similarly to Adam Thielen, I think we saw a really big drop off in, um, you know, dynasty value or perceived dynasty value for really no reason whatsoever. Even in, even in, uh, we just had dynasty league football released a uh, September edition of dynasty startup ADP. Even now we've seen Adam Thielen just ball out this season. He's the wide receiver 42. Um, I, I feel like he's, he's the, 
like I said, I feel like Ezekiel Elliott is sort of the um, the partner there because he's RB11 and he doesn't really look to be slowing down. He's only 26 years old still. Let's give the man. Uh, yeah. let's, let's give the man some props where they're due. By the way, I do think it's a great strategy for the Cowboys to get Tony Pollard 10 to 14 touches a game. I don't think it's good for anybody for him to get 25, 27 touches per game. Or Ezekiel, 25 to 27 touches like he did early in the Unless you're Derrick Henry, it's a very bad idea. Right, because you can see now Zeke just looks fresher now than he did at any point in the last two or three years. So I think this is going to be the plan going forward. The Cowboys' offense is incredible, Kate. Like they're averaging, I believe, just under 34 points per game in their last 10 games with Dak Prescott. But it's going to be so frustrating for fantasy, right? Because we saw last last game, CeeDee Lamb, two catches for 13 yards. He has just five targets in the last two games. Amari Cooper had three targets in this one. Like, for whatever reason, they've turned into a low-volume passing attack because they're running the ball so well. So uh, just – it's gonna it, it's Dalton Schultz. That's the guy you want to own, okay? It's Dalton Schultz in this offense, and it's so frustrating. <laughs> Uh, we got a question here from Ryan Brady. He wants to know, what do you guys think about Alvin Kamara for the rest of the season? Are you concerned about his low target and catch total so far? Uh, do you think he turns around? I'm a little, uh, I, I am just a little concerned in general because this has been, um, you know, not just an issue for Alvin Kamara specifically. Um, they're just not the, the, Drew Brees type passing offense that we saw in the past. It's not a uh, Alvin Kamara issue necessarily. It's the Saints passing offense. They are like 32nd in terms of uh, pass attempts in the league, but Mm -hmm. by a very big margin, Um, they've had only 90 pass attempts on the season. The next lowest total for a team is the Chicago bears. And that's 101 pass attempts. So, they're 11 pass attempts below the second lowest uh, right. over a, a four-game span. That's pretty, uh, pretty incredible uh, when you're you're considering the fact that we still have Monday Night Football to go, um, and we're not we're not considering that. Yikes! Um, I, I'm I just I'm worried about the offense in general. I'm worried about the offensive production in general. Um, this this just isn't the explosive offense that we wanted they're not running enough plays for this to be a sustainable um and and safe environment for Alvin Kamara what are your thoughts so last year Kamara played in 15 games and four of those games he had double digit targets um there was there was also one two three four five other games where he had at least eight targets right so he was just so involved in the passing game Kate on Sunday he had zero targets and even this year, target. like his target total is just gross. Four, six, four, zero uh, has not eclipsed over 30 receiving yards once this season. I am concerned because one of the reasons that we love Kamara is because he was a lock to catch you know, 70, 80 passes every single season. And if he's not doing that, he's going to have to make up for it in rushing yards, which he's doing like to his credit, he had 120 rushing yards yesterday, but Man, that target volume provides such a safe floor, and we just don't have that right now for Kamara. So I am a little bit concerned. Um, Kate, I want to talk about. I will some say of the I do court. want to give. Go ahead. I do want to give credit though to Alvin Kamara because, like you said, the the usage on the ground has been actually 
very encouraging. So though though I'm concerned about the the targets and the maybe lower ceiling that we're seeing from him in terms of his uh, production as a receiver, uh, Alvin Kamara through four games, he is on pace for 312 rushing attempts, uh, nearly 1,200 rushing yards. He has never mm. eclipsed 1,000 rushing yards. He has never eclipsed 194 rushing attempts. So he'll get there this we year. We are seeing no we're seeing a shift, but again, in those full PPR formats where we thought, especially with a barren wide receiver core, that he might have that sort of Christian McCaffrey upside. It doesn't seem to be there. If you're looking to move on, though, I still I hold because you know everybody else is probably seeing that similar sort of panic right now. So uh, he's just definitely too good hold trade, until. Right? Yeah, I, I don't think you can you can really move on. Um, you gotta gotta stick to your guns uh, here because he's still Alvin Kamara. He's still one of the best running backs in the league. And there's going to be some monster weeks coming, so just be patient. Sean Payton's too smart of a coach to to not get him involved in the passing game. Big days are coming. Uh, really quickly, before we talk about the quarterbacks, I want to tell you guys about DirecTV. Uh, DirecTV Stream brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTVStream.com. Uh, you can also go to DirecTV.com and uh, find more information about it. If you've got a great website, go check it out. I uh, also want to tell you guys about Built Bar. You, you guys know Built Bar. It's absolutely fantastic. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next box at BuiltBar.com. All right, Kate, rookie quarterbacks, they all look better this well, except for Davis Mills. We're not going to talk about him. Everybody else looked better, though, right? <laughs> uh, we got to see Trey Lance play, uh, and it seems like Trey Lance is going to be the starter for the foreseeable future. He was 9 of 18 for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Also added in 41 yards on the ground. Uh, Zach Wilson, 21 of 34 for 297 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, we saw... Trevor Lawrence play his best game of the season. He had 204 yards, no touchdowns, no passing touchdowns, did have a rushing touchdown. Uh, and we saw Justin Fields look like a competent NFL quarterback this yeah. week, right? He has uh, 11 of 17, <laughs> 209 yards. He didn't have the interception. He looked better. And then I have to mention my guy, Mac Jones. Um, oh, he, he he, that's a tough so spot fantastic. for him. Yeah. I, 31 of 40, 275 yards, two touchdowns. Um, so all these guys are getting better. So I'm going to ask you this. We, we've talked about this every week. Rest of the season, which rookie quarterback do you want on your team? I, I will say um, I, well, this is kind of contingent. So I, I definitely want to give my shout out to Mac Jones, but even – um, even when he's looked like far and away the most poised quarterback, the most mm -hmm. composed quarterback, uh, he's still not um, particularly fantasy relevant. So because he doesn't give he doesn't, any he, rushing outside. Yes. Um, so I, I want to give that caveat because I do think that Mac Jones is far away, far and away looked like the best passer so far yes. of this class. Yes. Um, even with limited uh, or you know seemingly limited receiving options, he just looks. Uh, very composed, looks very comfortable. 
uh, playing the game of football, he he really didn't look shaken at all by, you know, such a big moment mm-hmm. in prime time. Um, you know, I, I was I, I thought this was going to be sort of a really telling um, a, a really telling exercise for Mac Jones, because I don't think anybody expected them to make this game this close. But then, you know, just looking at um how he handled that moment because this was one of the biggest games on the schedule period uh in Mm -hmm. 2021 and you know it might not have had anything to do with him he wasn't the narrative there but by proxy he got the spotlight and i thought he just looked fantastic for fantasy football i think we have to uh definitely give a a shout out to trevor lawrence we finally saw him utilized uh you know in the running game we saw him mm-hmm. uh finally get to stretch those legs of his which um you know I, I feel like he must have felt uh you know that feeling when you're you're getting off an airplane and you just need to stretch your little legs right uh but like that that sprint off the tarmac feels so good i have to imagine that is what trevor lawrence felt in his first return because I mean, we we've definitely seen, uh, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence was so hyped as a passer coming out of school that it, there's a lot of times where his mobility as a quarterback really got uh, sort of swept under the rug and was was pretty undervalued. If we see him continue to uh, rush the ball, we definitely could be in for a much more relevant season from Trevor Lawrence right off the bat. I agree, but that's not who you want the rest of the season, Kate. I, I know who the it's answer Justin is. Fields. It's Justin Fields. No, it's not. It I is. think it's, it's Trey Lance. Uh, we saw Trey Lance be incredibly productive yesterday against Seattle uh, in a game where the game plan was not designed for him at all, right? Again, two touchdowns, plus he added in the 41 rushing yards. I can't imagine how good he's going to play when Shanahan gets some actual time to – game plan for him and by the way they play like the cardinals coming up they play the colts uh they play the jaguars the vikings they've got some bad defenses coming yes. up so i think he's gonna have some monster monster games i don't anticipate jimmy garoppolo coming back anytime soon uh so i think i think trey lance is the guy that you want for the rest of the season coming out of the gate um I, here's my concern with trey lance although i mean like it, it as long as he's uh the starter he's going to be in your starting lineups. And honestly, he's got to be one of the biggest priorities for uh, anybody in like a redraft league this week, because, um, you know, he, he was available in some, but is there any concern whatsoever uh, about the fact that, I don't know, maybe we, is Kyle Shanahan silly enough to go back to Jimmy Garoppolo once he's healthy? No, I don't think concern there. No, because I think by that time, I, I, again, I think we're going to get at least a month before Garoppolo's back. And by that time, the offense is going to be clicking so much, and there's going to be so many different things that they can do. Plus, you traded three first-round picks for him. Like, this is the perfect opportunity for Lance to kind of be eased in after you know a month into the season. It's perfect. So, no, I, I, I don't see them going back, especially with them sitting at 2-2 two and two now. Like, if they were 4-0 and everything was great on offense, then yeah, I think they'd be concerned. But it's like, let's stop wasting time here. Let's It's Trey Lance's team going forward. Let's just roll that I just want to give you – I want to give you a ridiculous stat here. Uh, yeah. Trey Lance throwing touchdowns at a 15.8% clip, baby. 
our QB1. QB1. Uh, the QB1. QB1. Not, not the QB1, but uh, certainly but a QB1. Crazy. Yes, he's going to be outstanding. So that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can download the show wherever you get your podcast. Uh, on Tuesday, Ryan and Matt, I'm sure, are going to be talking about some of the action from Monday Night Football from Week 4. I think Ryan's also going to uh, debut some new ADP that we got for the, the month of October. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Kate and I will be back on Thursday to preview all of the games heading into Week 5. We'll see you guys next time.